Mic check one. Check it. Check. Uh, I'd like to check my mic, please. <laughs> it's all right. Check, yeah, I think I think you mic. can do it better. Uh, I'd like to see if this microphone is functioning properly. Oh, no, no, gross. that's a little better. Um, what the fuck? Hey, microphone, does this feel good? How about now? <laughs> How about now? How does this feel, microphone? What if I put my finger here? No. Hold on. All right. Let's- This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code COMEDYFILMNERDS at checkout and get not 3%, not 4.5%, 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comedy Film Nerds, episode 303. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's a little, little late because uh, someone was uh, enjoying the waves in uh, Hawaii. Oh, that's right. I was just in Maui. I'm yes. sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was great. Uh, it was awesome. Hawaii was... First, I did a show in, at Honolulu. Hawaiian Brian's. Hawaiian Brian's. Mm-hmm. So thanks to James Mane and uh, everybody there. It was, it was another... It was a blast. Um, it's a good time. I remember was, that. Uh, yeah. That's a great club. Mm-hmm. And um, these guys from the surf shop I go to every year, the quality surfboards in, in Waikiki, they finally came to a show. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, this you guys will appreciate this. Afterwards, they're like, man, you're funny. Like, when you come in the surf shop, you're not funny, really. And I was just <laughs> like... How am I supposed to come in to the, like, yeah, let's get a surfboard. You come in with, like, a rubber nose and glasses Yeah, to just buy like, bing, boom, suck it, surfboard. Who's renting me a board, dildo? Like, is that, is that how I would come in? That's not how I do my act. Um, <laughs> That's your closer. That is my yeah. closer, yeah. surfboard dildo. Surfboard dildo. Zoinks. <laughs> Zoinks. But it was so funny because I was, like, you know, well, the reverse has happened to that too. People have seen you perform and then go, "Wow, I didn't know you could surf that well." Right? <laughs> I thought so, you'd just be flopping around yeah. like an asshole because your act is bullshit. <laughs> it's uncoordinated bullshit. That I the way you wave your arms around, <laughs> what you about can balance a comedy show in the water on the waves. That'd be awful, right? I mean, that's, the, that's the worst environment. <laughs> no, but when you're waiting, when you're waiting for a wave, right? This is how things happen. Yeah. I've went surfing twice in uh-huh. the '80s. Is it different? Yeah. Everyone's on their board. The audience is on their board, and then the next comic coming up, yep. and then the next comic is catching a wave in. And they're wearing Nixon masks, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, and then that, and then that's the, and then the feature comes in, right? And then the the headliner's paddling out. This is the worst. It's <laughs> no, not how it works. I'm just trying to create something different. And wow, I don't shit on your dreams, but okay. <laughs> wow. I thought we were supposed to say yes and each other, but okay, okay. Yes, and that's and. a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies right. and gentlemen, we'd like to introduce our guest. Um, yeah. a, a freak. How? She's been on a, a couple episode times. a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. are always happy to have her back. I have a punch card. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> very, very funny comedian, mm-hmm. uh, actress, and writer. Mm. It is Kira Soltanovich. Thanks, gentlemen. And a podcaster. And a podcaster. And a podcaster. And a Virgo. Ooh. Nice. And mm, what's your rising sign? <laughs> um, and a B positive blunt type. Mm. Oh, shit. Not yeah. Retarded. Yeah. It's good to know. And you very just had another baby, right? I just had another baby. How many babies is that now? Three, keep four, track. Five, I don't know. I just put food out like for a cat. And let's like- <laughs> whoever eats it, you get to eat. Yeah. Uh, I have two, a uh, five-year-old and a five-month-old. Mm. Yeah. So I love life is my mantra <laughs> that I tell myself every day between tears. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. You're never, you're never, it's never going to happen, right? No, no, no. way. Are okay. you kidding me? I was okay. just surfing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah in, Hawaii. in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what he got to do? Get up whenever he wanted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. son of a. I, I caught, one morning I got up early to do yoga. And then we went to different beaches and I surfed in the afternoon. So that's kind of like having a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the weird thing is, like, sometimes, you know, he can have a meal without yelling. here's one thing i didn't have to say the whole the whole time when i was with my girlfriend i didn't have to go no no stop it really well not the whole time much younger than you (laughs) (laughs) you don't even know who she is and you're right I'm assuming she asks him, can I watch iPad until we get our food? (laughs) And you're like, okay, but only PBS kids. Keep it educational. Okay, and then we're doing our homework. Yes. Uh, Well, you do have an amazing life. It's kind of great. Good for you. Um, But yeah, uh, to finish, thank you, everyone. (laughs) Sorry, I'll shut up. Before... before. Before my two friends that are really good at uh, your human birth control. Um, <laughs> yeah, the more of your friends have kids, the less likely you're no going to have. <laughs> way. No way. I saw people with their families on vacation. And they're, oh, they, wow, this is great. And, you know, some of it looked like, well, that'd be fun, you know. And mm-hmm. then some of them just like. Yeah, you know a kid is spoiled when they're yelling in Hawaii. Yeah, shut up. God. I saw some guy. Now, granted, look. I'm not wealthy. This was all hotel points and United Airline <laughs> miles and Hertz points. Like, that's how I put this whole thing together mm-hmm. and make a little money from the gig. So I could never afford to do this if I didn't, you know, fly around the world yep. and, and do bad gigs. Uh, <laughs> but so you see people who clearly, like, they have a lot of money. Like, I'm a middle-class dude. Hawaii isn't cheap. Is uh, Yeah, I'm living a first-class life because I run the fucking points game. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to play that game. <laughs> there was this guy snorkeling in Maui, and he kind of, you know, comes to the shore, and, and his wife's like, huh, how was it? He goes, well, that kind of sucked. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? I just wanted to just, like, What's cut him open and you? push him out there and just <laughs> shark food him. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, why? Why? Well, what was what was wrong suck? about snark- snorkeling in seventy five degree water? Yeah, tell in, me. In Hawaii. In Hawaii. What yeah, was you're the not problem? New Jersey. Yeah, or were whatever fish, dumb town you're from. Were they Mexican? Were the fish <laughs> yeah. Mexican? Like bunch what? of Obama supporters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they all need jobs, I guess. You yeah. know, like that, that was the problem. He was, I, he was seeing Obama supporters in the water. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> you know what? But I can see my kid complaining my five-year-old complaining about hawaii like at five they find 
stuff to complain about. It's right. unbelievable. I had to convince. Well, that's their job. That's their job. I get yeah. it. But I had to convince him like we were at a Ramada Inn over the weekend at like a Tony Robbins Conve- you know what I mean? I was like, you have a great life. <laughs> like, I'm conv- he's just sitting there like in his car seat in the back. And I go, you have every toy you want. You have great friends. You live in a great city. And then I thought, what the- What am I doing? Why am I convincing this five-year-old that he has a great life? But you have to. Yeah. You have to kind of talk to them as if you're selling them a timeshare to their childhood. <laughs> I go, look, you're going to love this, all right? Yeah. yeah Play but, whenever you want. And the takeaway will be like, yeah, but I got to pay taxes on it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, which is, you know, brushing his teeth when I tell him to right. brush his teeth. Yeah, it's such a pain. Good for you. You made the right choice. <laughs> you made the right choice. But Graham no. walked into the garage very relaxed today. Yeah. 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 Right. Tan, he probably got a little HJ in the morning. <laughs> what'd you get what'd you get a little treat I can always tell on a Hawaii guy's face I, I got yeah. I had a great yeah everything's good yeah. Everything. <laughs> where'd you stay where, where hotel uh, we stayed at the Hilton in Waikiki mm. for when I was there which is great that little village they have Not the Hilton Hawaiian Village. Okay. That's super nice. I didn't uh-huh. have enough Hilton points for that. But the Hilton Waikiki, which is down towards the, near the zoo, the Honolulu Zoo, towards oh. the other end of Waikiki. Okay. Um, which was really great. And, you know, went around the island and and uh, and did a couple podcasts. I was on this podcast called Aloha Broha. Oh, that's nice. great. Which are these two guys. One guy's like a, a you know does like rap and hip hop in, in Honolulu. And this other guy does like, they're like comics and- they're talking about because there's this image that we all have from the mainland of of Hawaii is just all luau's and beaches and mm. all that yeah. shit. And they're like, no, it's there's a whole other there's all these rock scenes and music scenes and stuff like that. So did that podcast? Did Bruce Fisher's podcast, which is really cool, like how to live in Hawaii? They basically everyone there is like, it's great, but you got to have three jobs. Because it's, yeah. it's everything crazy is expensive. Important. And maybe yeah. even live on a boat. Yeah. Like, like yeah, yeah. you can't wow. afford to buy anything. Right. That you rent out. Right. Boat tours. Which I don't understand because the, a lot of money is coming into Hawaii with tourism. But the problem is, is like the, the real, locals don't see it. Well, they see some of it, but you're talking about, I mean, you can't afford to buy the base price of a house is whatever. It's like LA or more. It's like mm. $700,000 to buy a house and you're, you're, Working at a hotel, like how right. are you? How are you gonna? Right, right. It's all service. It's actually cheaper than I thought. Yeah, for Hawaii. So but that's much. like yeah. a two bedroom, one bath. Yeah, tiny. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you know, so you get anything near the water, and it gets up near a mill. And so, how are you gonna do that? You know, making yeah. tips. Right, right, right. You know, as a valet, or like, there's right. a million of those jobs. Yeah. But the cost of living is so intense. Oh, jeez. And so that that's what that podcast was cool. And then and then went to Maui and. Um, uh, James Mane had recommended going to Haleakala, which is this, the, the t- peak in, in this crater at the top of Maui, which is mm-hmm. 10,000 feet. And Frank Pulaski, who's a fan of the show, who's our only fan on Maui. Mm-hmm. Like, and I periscoped in Maui. There's, there's chickens that just run around on Maui. Maui's unbelievable because it's all this different topography. There's like rainforests. There's obviously beautiful beaches. Yeah. And then when we drove up all the way to the crater, uh, 
first you drive through like rural farm and it looks like you're in like North Carolina or Tennessee or Georgia or something mm-hmm. like that. It's a lot of anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of like <laughs> blacks go home yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. and we don't want you. It's great. It's you know, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Trump 2016. A lot of Trump 2016. <laughs> <laughs> and then as you get higher, it, and it looked, then it becomes like the Pacific Northwest. You're like in Washington or Oregon, you know, it's like amazing. And then as you get even higher, then you're on Mars. Then it's literally like rocks. Because just like lava. Yeah, like it's, old a, it's an old volcano. Lava. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Cool. And you get up there past, you drive through clouds and then you get above the clouds. Jeez. So all you can see is the peak. And oh it was just amazing. God. And it was one of those things, you know, James emailed me. He was like, you know, Hawaiians believe you got to live with the land and and live at peace, which is why there's a lot of resistance to big resorts and sure. as well there should be, I think, because I don't want to see everything get overdeveloped. Um, and he said, James emailed me and was like, I didn't really understand that as a Hawaiian because I kind of grew up in the city, mm-hmm. sort of, until you go up there. It's 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 unbelievable. It's like, it's breathtaking and it's so different. It was really cool. And then meeting Frank, you know, it's always cool to meet a fan uh, you know, in a remote part of like it was yeah, like when we met cool. Russell in, right. the, in, the, in the outback of Australia mm-hmm. for earbuds. It was just so like we're meeting one dude, and he right. lives up there on that crater. Like people live up there. No, no, he doesn't. But he oh. lives up. He lives what they call up country. Up country. So he, so he lives like kind of in the farm. He's crater adjacent. He's crater adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, his his real estate's really great. Yeah. Um, but no, it was amazing, and it's cold up there. It was like yeah. forty-five degrees, and uh, oh, neat. it was it was just it was a it was such a cool experience. Uh, so it Very was really cool. it was great meeting everybody. Well, we've there. got a lot of movies to talk we about. All We're right. gonna jump right in. Let's do uh, Concussion. Now you saw this. Now um, I thought this would be a movie that I would would show up on the Oscar list. It did not. Yeah, that's that's a are there, whole other. Are there discussion. black people? Are there black people in it? Yep. Yeah. So nope. Mm, Sorry, that sorry. white country club is. Yeah. is we're going to talk about that a lot, man. That is such an issue with the Oscars. Every year, it seems it's like, are they getting worse? Is the Oscars just getting more? Well, you know, the the wisdom is pretty much that they're moving in the wrong direction, and like you know, and Spike Lee and Jada Pinkett Smith, they're boycotting the Oscars, and you know, Spike Lee is a activist filmmaker making a statement and Jada Pinkett Smith won't be at the Oscars because she's a horrible actress. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I think what's going on too is it's actually a very simple solution is um, you have a more diverse Academy voters. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Right. It's not all old white people actually doing the voting. You you create a um, a pool of Academy voters that reflects you know what the rest of the country looks like. That's and that why, doesn't like, the exist SAG right awards now. Awards mm-hmm. are always like it's actors. It's all of us get to vote on that, and it seems a little more. Well, I didn't pay my dues, but um, <laughs> when I pay them, I do get to vote for you. Yeah, Good. I'm curious, and maybe this is a stretch. You know, like after Obama um, was elected. There seemed to be like this backlash of like, don't forget about us. We hate black people like these kind of tea party, these yeah. uh, KKK, like white supremacists, the militias, the militias yeah. they kind of all came out a little bit more like this always. They've always been there. Right. But all of a sudden they felt like they needed to make a stance. And the last eight years there have there's been like this new kind of, you know, not violence, but I don't know. There's always been, I'm sure, even before Rodney King police violence towards young black sure, of youth, course. of course. But it's just been more out in the forefront. And this has been like a tough few years. And I feel like sometimes that 
kind of mirrors what's going on in Hollywood with movies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Well, I think, it, I think it's definitely related. There, you know, you, you, there's you, no way you, it isn't. You can't say yeah that they're completely separate. Um, it, it, and one of the things too is the studios. A lot of times too, they like go where the money is. Like I remember when Tyler Perry started making movies, no one thought there was any money, in, right? You know, in, in, in his type of movies, and he quickly proved them wrong, right? Um, so I think one of the things too is when you know, and this is a sad thing to say, but is when the studio starts seeing more money you know, in, in movies like Creed and things like that that are mm. actually very good films. Yeah. Um, I think they'll get promoted harder. Like Straight Outta Compton is a great film. It's amazing. Right. Film. A- and it, you wonder, like, well, why didn't it get more accolades? And one of the explanations is that, well, you know, the campaign wasn't there. It wasn't promoted enough. Because the Oscar campaign, it's a game. It, it, it is. It, it, it's a, a game. popularity contest. A- and uh, I don't know if I completely believe that too because like a movie like uh um bridge of spies that barely got any publicity i mean i don't remember seeing very many uh you know right um promotion promotional materials for that at all and you also look at like well but it's it's just the name it's spielberg and hanks so it's like it's, it's like having Meryl, Meryl streep it's like mm-hmm. okay well that, that like gets a pass and this is the, this is part of the problem if you look at the best picture nominee and we'll do a whole special yes. episode about this but like brooklyn I've seen it. You're going to watch it. We'll talk about it later yes. in another episode. This is just the classic, just fucking accents and period piece gowns. Why the fuck? This... Is it 70s? No, it's no, like it's the 20s or 20s. something Got like it. that. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's no way uh, Creed or or if this is on the list and there's two more slots, they could have had Creed and Straight Outta Compton. Right. Easily. That, easily. easily. And they're both mm-hmm. very good movies. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this shit drives me crazy. So... We'll talk more about it, but concussion. I mean, like when you look at Mad Max, is Australian? Is that diversity? Yeah, <laughs> they are. They're a minority. Yeah, <laughs> not in Australia though, which yeah. is weird. But, but I mean, th- this is part of the problem. Is okay, actress in a leading role, Jennifer Lawrence and Joy. Jennifer Lawrence is a fine actress. Yeah, Joy. No, Joy's not was not that great of a film. Like it, it didn't do well. I, 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 this. There's no one else they could find. Yeah, wasn't she nominated last year? Yeah, that, that's what they do. And it's the year like, before, it's just like, well, she's in it, so it's automatic. And it's like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that. You know, a, actor in a supporting role. Okay, Christian Bale, Tom Hardy, Mark Ruffalo, Mark Rylance, Sylvester Stallone—all good actors that did good jobs in these movies. But no one else. Yeah. Not J- Michael B. Jordan in that. Not. I mean. I don't know. It it it, it gets well. I I think too, and we'll never know for sure. But what there might be a lot of other politics going on too, like um, Beasts of No Nation was on Netflix, and Idris Elba. You know, you oh, saw shit. that. He's that amazing. Was, yeah. He's now, amazing. That might be um, kind of like the Hollywood establishment is like, well, no, it's a Netflix movie. We can't nominate these that are on mm. these streaming services or whatever because it'll it'll disrupt and you know break up our monopoly that we have on the movie theaters and the movie going so i think there might be a little bit of politics that way too sure but you picture like michael fassbender is a fine actor he's an amazing actor yeah he's good in steve jobs but i feel like it's just they just like a fassbender meryl streep jennifer right Lawrence, like right whoever, hanks just have you ever invited people to an evite like a like a to a party and used evite mm-hmm. and then it saves their emails you could just click on them the next time you have a party yeah it's like that yeah it really yeah, yeah. Feels you know what i mean way. it's yeah, just yeah. like oh, here's what you invited to your party last year and you can just click on it and you yeah. just click you're like all right let's just do the same thing and and that's sort of like 
looking at why concussion uh, got very nothing. The no one now, from concussion. I haven't how seen was it. it so, as a film? Yeah, what I think it? it's a very good movie. It I, is. Okay. What is and, it about? Um, I don't know. But <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> we just saw a glimpse into yeah. Graham's high school. <laughs> Graham's, could you tell us what the book was about? <laughs> yeah, bullshit, yeah. bullshit, bullshit. Uh, the <laughs> end. The end. Some guys happen. Are we done? Yeah. Um, Are there movie cliff notes? Uh, <laughs> it was pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's here's what the movie is about. It's about an actual event that happened. It's about right. this actual doctor um, that Will Smith plays, who was working as a pathologist in Pittsburgh, and uh, Mike Webster, who was a fair, very famous Pittsburgh Steeler that I watched growing up, um, uh, commits suicide, and and they they study his brain, and he discovers. There's this disease called uh, um, CTE. It's mm-hmm. cranial, blah blah blah, something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they find out that this is in 2002 or 2003 or something like that. They find out he finds this new disease, and he goes, "It's it comes from repeated head trauma." Mm-hmm. And he does all this studying research, and he's like, "You know, a woodpecker's brain is designed to to take that hit." Mm-hmm. The human brain, and he d- does this analogy, he puts a grape in a like a glass jar and just shakes it around. He goes, that's what happens. The human brain s- bounces around the internal skull. So, and he's like a football player, and Mike Webster was an offensive lineman, gets all of these hits to the head. It's like the equivalent of whatever he comes up with, like 15 car crashes or something mm. like that. Every game over a period of however many years this guy played. He played 15 years in the pros. So you've got college and high school on top of that. Oh my gosh. Is it was he kind of proving that it's like a long-term condition? It's a long-term condition and then what happens is it what it does is it the the guys who have it you become prone to violence yeah. out out um So it changes your behavior. Oh, completely. Oh, interesting. And then you start committing suicide. Now this this I remember when Junior Seau about six, seven years ago committed mm-hmm. suicide and mm-hmm. he was like it made no sense. He was this like he was retired. He was this activist in the community. Yeah. And everyone was like, he wasn't a guy that suffered from depression. Right, right. They analyzed his brain, this happened, and they started finding more. Didn't so, he ask for his brain to be yeah, analyzed? Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of guys were just like, why am I acting this way? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? And so he discovers this. So, so the movie is about him discovering it. And then basically, you know, he came here, this doctor that Will Smith is playing came here from Africa and is like, I love America. There's the trailer where he's like, you know, God was here and America's right below it, you know. And no, we should be above God. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. <laughs> Amen, bro. No, God picks our candidates. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, so what he is then, so then he just is like, oh, okay, well, I'll take this information to the NFL. And of course they'll do something about NFL, covers it up. And so it's a, it's a very well-made movie. There's mm-hmm. great, Will Smith is very good in it. He's, mm-hmm. this is the other reason, like, shouldn't Will Smith just get an automatic nomination like right. all these other guys? Cause he's been nominated before. Yeah. You know? Um, and he's been doing um, dramatic roles now too. He's been, I mean, this Ali, like mm-hmm. he's, he's been doing a bunch yeah. of these. He's really good at so it. So he doesn't rap in this movie at all. No, not to my knowledge. Uh, now, I, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the end. Please don't, no. Don't spoil what happens at the end, but do they figure out that 
Here comes a joke. Here comes a joke. <laughs> this is so great. Watching you get all serious. I was like, oh, we got a good joke coming. Yeah. Do they figure out? Okay, everyone be quiet. <laughs> Kira's making a very valid point. This is going to be valid. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be social commentary. <laughs> Woodpeckers should be I tried, but you fucked me up. I tried. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Woodpecker joke. She's was about a woodpecker. All that I was talking about the woodpecker like five minutes ago. She made a woodpecker joke. That was so great. They should be football players. Yeah, exactly. Yes. No, that's the point of the movie, and that's why it should have won an Oscar. Then. Right. Woodpecker should right. be football. So it's going to be like on, the Bud Bowl. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. You guys get it. This is so cool. I used to play football, and you're on my same page. And so, did you did you play? Yeah, I played high school football. Uh-huh. So this is part of the thing why I why it it was well made and really resonated with me because part of what they're saying in this film is, and this is what the NFL is, you know. There's all these great supporting roles, and there's all these one of them, like Alec Baldwin plays yeah. a former team doctor, and he's like, you know, he goes, I love the game of football. I was paid. I just, I, 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 I want you to be wrong. I don't want to agree with you, but I can't argue with science, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's all these great scenes, and, you know, there's a, there's a guy from the NFL. But I'm going to bring this guy from the oil company in. Who will <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who but, can argue with science? But that's yeah, yeah exactly. Or the Koch brothers. <laughs> yeah. They don't. They're not big fans of science. Um, so that's part of that. They're going up against the NFL, which is just mm-hmm. like this is all stuff that's in like the trailer. Like yeah. um, that's just like they don't want to admit this. No, too much money at stake. Way too much money. There's the scene where it's like you own a day of the week. You know, there, there's, there's, and this one doctor says this one. I don't know, lawyer or physician or something like that. Uh, with the NFL is like if you if 10% of the moms in America just say nope my son's not playing football this game's going to be done and the, the NFL's over in 20 years or whatever and it's like well maybe I don't know maybe that needs to happen you know like right. Albert Brooks makes this point he goes they own a day of the week and well, is it just football? Do you think? Like, do you think hockey players suffer sure. from the same thing? In any any boxers. time, boxers, boxers for sure. Anytime, I mean, you, anyone who's ever had a concussion, yeah, it's a potential. But even just repeated head trauma, it's football more than anything because every play, every especially play. if you're a lineman, yeah, you're just smacking you get hit. it every time. You're getting hit in the head, like so. Um, and that's what the film really gets into, and then more players start having. And the thing, like it. it it was well made and it really resonated with me because I played the game in high school. I I kind of love the game. It's yeah. awesome. And Alec Baldwin has this great thing. He goes, because Will Smith's like, why do you guys care so much about it? He goes, it's so violent. He goes, it's brute force, but it, it moments, it's pure Shakespeare, the strategy of it. But it's sort of me personally was like, you know, a couple years ago, Ray Rice, you know, it was like the NFL didn't care about domestic abuse until it's on camera. Well, then they have to deal with it. And it's sort of yeah. like, you wanted to believe as a fan of the game that the NFL, yeah, they're about money, but they're about fair play. And they're just acting like any other fucking evil corporation, right, you right. know, and this movie goes into the, <clears throat> it's kind of like spotlight in the way that it was directed and acted, which shows, you know, there's a really good scene in spotlight where, you know, the, these, someone for the church kind of comes to Michael Keaton's character and is like, says something. And Michael Keaton goes, so this is how it happens, huh? Guy leans on a guy, 
mm-hmm. then a bar, then he kind of just turns the other way, makes a distance. And that's how this shit does happen because they're not going to publicly, you know, whatever. They're going to put out their, well, we're doing studies and we're trying to see and blah, 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 blah. But the then, church sends their fixer yeah. to, the, uh, <laughs> to the bar. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the NFL is doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, what position does Ray Rice play? I'm oh. going to pray for your soul. No, right? no, no. I'm being serious. Oh, no, Ray, this, Ray because Rice. Does, does he maybe suffer from that? And that's why he's acting out violently. That's a great to, question. Right? You know, that's a great... Any, any, anyone that's played football is susceptible to this. Certain okay, positions yeah. are going to have more head trauma than the others. That little Italian kicker is not freaking out. No, know. he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's this little he's, European. He's, they're so he's, cute. He's, <laughs> such a little he's making paninis in oh, the... Oh, did you do such a sweet baby? <laughs> did you break a sweat today? He yeah, said you went out for two seconds. Mm, such a kick. big boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, ador- so yeah, so anybody, right? As- so, aside from those adorable yeah, kickers. Those little kickers. Yeah. Um, Who could- they all call Rudy. <laughs> but that's that's the thing. And so, I mean, me personally, there was a study that came out that said even people who played high school football, they found this in. I was mm-hmm. like, oh God, I emailed my brother who played, we both played. Mm-hmm. And my nephew, his son is 11, 12 years old playing full contact football. And I was like, I'm a little worried for myself. Yeah. yeah. Anytime I've ever gotten angry, I'm like, is it just because I'm an intense guy or do I have this thing in my head that's going to make me go crazy? It's kind of scary. It's like yeah. when you watch the movie Joy and anytime you forgot something, you thought, oh God, I got Alzheimer's. Oh, you know, that... Uh, not Joy, the, but... The, uh, um, um, oh, shit, I'm blanking on her name. Oh, uh, you got Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. shit, that was it. That was it. Oh, I'm angry. It I don't came out, you. Yep, came full circle. <laughs> um, oh, the movie that came out the last... Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Oh, uh, the one with the... Yeah, now you're gonna pull it up. Finding Alice. Did I mention I have two? Finding Alice. Finding Alice. Finding Alice. So, so that was sort of you. You wonder that, and that's, and I think getting to the the original question of is it a good? Is that going to happen from now on? Every time you get angry, you're going to think of playing football in high school. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, unless it's you, then I just know you're being an idiot. So then. Unless you say some nonsense, then somebody's got to bring down some justice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Let's try to bring up this football stuff again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If people don't get mouthy and stupid, then there's no reason for you to get You're fine. You're okay. That's not an injury. That's that's everybody else. (laughs) They're stupid. You've injured my brain with your dumbness. Maybe that's a disease. Um, No, but it it is a really well-made film, and and I think it's... Anybody involved in this movie could have got nominated. The script could have got nominated. Will Smith, Best Picture could have got nominated. All the supporting characters could have got nominated. Mm. I mean, it's it's. You wonder if it is partially like the Oscar campaign. Did they did they not campaign hard enough? Did nobody see it? That's bullshit. Yeah, they I bought think so ad too. time. This thing I really applaud this movie for. They mm. bought ad time during NFL games for the last month. That's not cheap. Ooh. That is not cheap at all. No. Sports and advertising is the most expensive mm. because that's the one thing people are people not don't fast forward. They don't DVR it. They watch mm. it live. So that's where the TV commercial still has weight. Right. So you're. It's like everyone knew about this movie mm. and. Except the academy. Except the academy. They don't watch football. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are they just? Well, I mean, wasn't there a study done that shows what kind of people get nominated, what kind of movies get nominated, and it's like a white guy in a lead role who's fighting for his country, you know, like right. American Sniper, or um, they show like if it is um, 
a person of color that gets nominated. It's, you know, someone who, let's say, is like the... Um, who was the guy that got nominated that, um, you know, he was a slave. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's never a person in power. If Ugh. it's, a, if it's a black guy, you wow. know, so Will Smith is a person in power, right? First of all, he's a doctor. Yeah. So that's really prestigious. So I that wouldn't doubt this statistics at all. They're, they're, you know, people, they have time on their hands. <laughs> so they, they, you know, there was a couple things on the internet that, that like breaks down like the, the women that are nominated, what they usually play. And it's mm. like, oh, it's always this like, you know, help me. I'm, I'm white and I've, I need help. Or, you right. know what I mean? Like they, they like listed everything. Of course, mm. I can't remember any of it now, but <laughs> so does you know good. So we'll just omit that part. Put like some music over this part that I just did. <laughs> like a little comedy film nerds jingle of some sort <laughs> no but i think that's a valid point and it's it's I, I i don't know i would say watch this movie you don't have to be a fan of football to watch it if you are a fan of football i think it's sort of required watching i've sort of since seeing that movie been like what do i do do i keep watching this game do i keep supporting it i really don't want my nephew to keep playing it yeah no my kid's not playing football well don't i mean no. i just i really i really and i loved the game like I was captain of my team. I was, it was my whole, I, I mean the, the whole, I encourage like team sports for kids because yeah. you know, responsibility yeah. and discipline. Yeah. But this is just too brutal, man. I'm just, if I, I don't know. Cause I, here's the question. If I knew about this, this disease, everybody knew about this when I was started playing Pop Warner when I was 13, would, would I have played this? Would I have been allowed to play it? Would I have wanted to play had I known this? But don't you think we all knew? Well, I think here's the thing. What what I remember, and again, maybe I got the brain scramble, so my brain, I'm done. Um, but but w- when it was playing, the- I remember. Yeah, we played against a bunch of woodpeckers, and we yeah. always lost. <laughs> they were assholes. Yes. Um, yeah, but, but never had injury. Never had injuries. The 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 concern playing football when I first started, which was in '82. So, before my girlfriend was born, yeah. <laughs> oh, you beat us to it. For realsies, though, right? For realsies. <laughs> truth is funny. So, so um, the cons- I was going to say learning shapes, but go ahead. <laughs> More specific. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yes, and uh-huh. here's, my, here's my answer. But the concern was like, there was, oh, one out of, you know... Uh, uh, 500,000 football players got paralyzed and that was the concern because that can happen but yeah. it was like they were looking at the spine weren't they it was the spine yeah no one worried about a concussion or head trauma really I swear to God okay because let's say for example cell phones we have not had them that long right and I'm sure 30, 40 years from now we're all gonna know the information that is you know pertinent to us and we're gonna be like how did we not know that if you put your cell phone in your pocket or like people like have you seen people sit on their cell phone like at a comedy show and they're in the front row and i always tell the guy i go dude you're gonna have 37 testicles (laughs) like in a couple decades you will have 37 nuts and you're gonna be like how did this happen because we don't know enough about cell phones but we kind of know we just don't want to think about it because we want to talk on them, we want to have them near us and in our pockets, and it, the, the, you know, and sleep next to them. And if the cell phone companies have information about it, they oh, are not going not. to release 
face it ever. Now, woodpeckers with cell phones totally fine. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. They well, are fine. They for talk it. too much. Their brains though. are built for. They're them. always yeah. texting. <laughs> <laughs> get it with their beaks. Do you get it? We'll put this in the show notes. But anywho's, I don't think no, we know I think enough that's about it. it. I, we know though, but we know in the back of our and dumb dumb heads. That I we think know. that's part of it. Is like. We kind of wanted yeah, um, to, yeah. me personally, I just, I mean, you used to say when you got knocked cold or or you saw stars, it was like, ah, oh, you got your bell rung. <laughs> no one wanted to think, wow, this could cause some long-term shit. Yeah. And I think we were all sort of drinking the Kool-Aid because- Yeah, when, when you got knocked down on the, uh, on the field, no one said, oh- you might be having some long-term psychological damage later. No. <laughs> there it is. They didn't bring out the grape? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, and that's a part of this whole thing, and it's sort of, you know, there's a website for this disease now, and they're like, you know, do it for the players, and it's, it's about focusing on Mike Webster. and So it's an important movie. It's an important movie, which is why it's so pissed off. The, the, you know, I mean, not that... Not that it, someone struggling with being a transgender isn't isn't important, but Eddie Redmayne, transgender movie, like I don't even they just the movie poster got him nominated. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and this is almost more important, I think, because it's such a part of the American culture. Is this game? Yeah. Nowhere yeah. else really in the world is it played like this with this kind of money, and mm-hmm. I'm like. So I don't know. It, it's it's really worth seeing, and mm-hmm. I'm, I wrote her a whole review on it, even going into more depth about it. But great, um, it's probably it's probably not coherent because I'm fucking <laughs> got the great brain. <laughs> well, it's hard to type with your little woodpecker hands. Yeah, it's really weird. It's, I got woodpecker grape hands. <laughs> all right, oh, so man. all right. Now this next movie I wanted to talk about because oh, there's more. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> We we're gonna wrap it up. Right. This is um, this movie, Attack on Titan. I saw from the go. flight from uh, Australia, <laughs> and it was a movie I was looking for because um, I've been following this franchise a little bit. This is a, a, actually a big franchise in Japan, and it's uh, there's an anime, there's a, a manga comic book, and now there's a live action movie that I saw. And I was talking to Sanai about it, our fan in Japan, mm-hmm. and she actually, Sandy. Sent, yeah, Sandy, she sent me the um, the 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 comic book and once you get used to reading you know right to left you know it's actually sure. really fun <laughs> and um it's about humanity is basically living behind walls in these cities and basically because there's a bunch of giants called titans that want to eat them and but no one's seen one in like you know 80 years or 100 years and you know when that's the opening scene of a movie well no one's seen a titan in years you know what's coming next you know a giant breaks Don't through the wall it. and, uh, and starts, starts eating people um so and when that comes on screen you're like how did this yeah happen? yeah like how did this, this is so weird you said uh, it hasn't been 90, 80 years and, and, and this it, it's such a weird thing because i don't know if this is a cultural thing in japan or everything is like unfinished like the anime is only one season it doesn't go very far into the story the comic book i haven't read that far into so i'm sure the comic book goes farther but the movie is pretty much just like maybe the first couple books of the comic book so it doesn't have a beginning middle and end at all it just kind of wanders it's very Japanese in this weird kind of like horrifying visuals of like these giants coming down and eating people but they're also weird too where they're naked for one and mm-hmm. they have no genitals mm-hmm. and they go through these weird things where like but they don't need to eat people they just like to eat people 
And then it gets I like into it like chips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need chips? Are they the healthiest? But the, you, you don't like them. And then it, it, it gets this one. Yeah. So so it's this it's this weird <laughs> horrifying movie um, that doesn't even tell a complete story. But Wait, so uh, who's naked? The giants? The giants or are the naked. Asians? Yeah. The <laughs> are the giants Asian or are they like white? Um, <laughs> that'd be great if it was like, uh oh, round eyes here. Big dumb Americans are coming in to eat us up. It's a weird mix of like it's it's like Asian giants, but they'd use special effects to make the eyes bigger and mm. wider. Yeah, and, and they're it, saying Americans yeah. are going to yeah. eat them. And uh, <laughs> so makes sense, almost to yeah. make them look more like weird anime. Like, uh, but but it's and then you get into these weird plot twists. Like, well, where are these? Where do they come from? They can't reproduce, and do, do are we actually turning into them? And and the, but none mm. of these questions get answered because it's only the beginning um, of the story. So how do they, they reproduce? Yeah. <laughs> Those shifty Japanese. And there's always, and then it's almost like, <laughs> like giant, like X Men. Like each one has a different power than like some of them just come in and eat people, but then some of them are larger than others. Some of them have like firepower, and it, it, it's a very, um, it's big in Japan, but it, it, it's it's definitely worth a look because it's so weird and so crazy. I would recommend starting with the comic first because that was actually the most coherent. Um, the anime is good, but it's it doesn't you know. So you, you watch these things before you watch the actual live action. Yeah, movie? and it'll actually ha- it'll give you a much more frame of reference to actually watch it. Do I need um, to be naked to watch? But, <laughs> it will help. It will definitely help. And my I've favorite never had part to have homework before a movie. The, uh, <laughs> the, the translation is completely off. It's called Attack on Titan, uh-huh. and I talked to Sanai about. It. I said this doesn't even make any sense. She's like, yeah. Every um, Japanese student is required to take English in Japan, and look how well we use it. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the translation? So it should be Attack of the Titans or oh. uh, Attack the Titans, because then, you know, humanity has to fight back and uh, fight the Titans. Anything would be more accurate than Attack on Titaned. Mm. So, uh, but the weird thing is, like, somebody must have caught that by now, but n- still no one wanted to change care. it. No one wanted to change it. Maybe there's punctuation <laughs> missing. Yeah. Maybe it's attack, comma. Uh, well, it could be attack, colon, <laughs> Ta- colon attack on, attack titan. On, period. Attack yeah. on, titan. Like, yeah, no, that could be too. It could be a comma. Sure. Or maybe sure. it's like a reindeer. Attack on, titan. Yeah. On, Blitzen. <laughs> no? I, <laughs> I would buy any of those. I would. <laughs> so, if you're into... Um, uh, horrifyingly weird mm-hmm. deviant anime, and I'm not saying that is a bad thing. No, as, hey, uh, that was uh, my honeymoon. Because it's because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it's definitely worth a watch because it's so creative and out there. It's just really. Hey kids, you want to see how mommy and daddy made you? <laughs> Attack! Exclamation yes. point on comma. Yep. <laughs> and make sure the giants don't eat you. So, but right. it was it was a weird weird movie, but it was. It, it was a great movie to see on a plane because I don't think I would have really gone out of my way to find it. But if I see it there, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. That's kind of, I like those plane movies. Yeah, You're like you know what, on an international flight or something, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, here's what, like, what I know: Scorch Trials. I'm gonna see it at some point. Oh, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it on the Scorch flight too. Yeah, Trials. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw Scorch Trials. That was the Maze, Maze Runner, sequel. Runner sequel. And you know what? We're, uh, gonna, we're gonna talk about that right now because like I got last get time this. I was here, you guys talked about the Maze Runner. <laughs> yes, I probably did. I was. Uh, I'll be in my car. Yeah. So now the scorch trials. You could tell. First of all, we're let going me back right up. Into scorch trials. We are. We're going right into okay. scorch trials very briefly. But I, I want to say one thing about airplane movies. You could tell every movie that's on an airplane. You could tell. Oh, these are the movies that had the lowest license fee. 
Oh yeah, this is, yeah. This is yeah. the one yes. that the airline could get the cheapest. Everything from the TV shows to the movies. There's nothing you go. Oh, I can't believe they have this. Right. You've never gone that on an airplane <laughs> no, the, ever. You know the distributor goes, "Look, guys, I can get you on 1,500 flights. Right, <laughs> six grand. Yeah, yeah. It's from Buffalo yep. to so." The scores trials. Tell you the legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stop in Denver. Yeah, the Atlanta to Orlando. That's not that's, stop. That's a yeah. good one. That's a good yeah. People have enough time to watch Scorch Trials. Almost there on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this movie was so funny because it followed a very specific formula that uh, that was is just ridiculous on young adult entertainment. It's like everyone wants a Hunger Games. Like you're like, okay, well, sure. well, we want to just uh, we're gonna try um, Divergent, Convergent. It's my Divergent. My Divergent. Yeah, my yeah, whatever. Uh, and they're, they're, they're Divergent. Yeah, they're never good. And this one was fascinating in the way they put it together. It was a combination of, okay, we're going to take pieces of Hunger Games, and then we're going to take an actor from the Game of Thrones, and then we're going to add zombies. So we're just going to put all these things together in some ridiculous movie, and um, the young people will come out and watch it. The zombies have have, uh, genitals like the... (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't get to see, but I'm going to guess they actually had genitals, these zombies. Uh, Whether they were usable or not, unknown. All right. Um, so what they did is it was literally every little piece cobbled together from a better story was put into this movie. Oh, and every, the, and the, the funniest thing was everyone took it so seriously. I'm like, guys, you're making a ripoff of like 10 different movies. You know, oh. maybe somebody should wink at the camera at some point. Uh, <laughs> it's just like walking through like a street merchant in Hong Kong right. where it's all just knockoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like it was like watching, yeah, some kind of Frankensteinian bootleg. It's really what it was was. And uh, so it was so ridiculous. It's a, it's a Gucci shoe, huh? Yeah. That's weird. I didn't know they made it. It's a, sh- it's a shoe water bottle. Oh, it's a so. Rolex uh Hand yeah, bag. Rolex toothbrush. Okay, it's really it's what, those are great. Yeah, they move so smooth. So that that's what you that's what you can expect on Scorch Trials. Scorch Trials. All right. Okay. So Kira, yes, you have seen oh. Alvin and the Chipmunks Road Chip. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's hear about it. Oh. So you, well, guys, you it takes it... up where we left off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the last Alvin and the Chip, I don't know where the last one was. Um, look. The last one was shipwrecked. Oh. So they were stranded. They were stranded. Being attacked by genitalist giants. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, If you were wondering what Jason Lee is up to. (laughs) (laughs) Where's he been? Obviously, um, a lot of gambling debt because he needed to make a movie. (laughs) And they were like, look, we can only... It's fine. Whatever you want to give me. Whatever. I'll take any money. And this is like the third one. Oh, Oh, Jason. He... God bless him because he works against just someone's fist. Like, it's just (laughs) a fist. Like, or maybe Andy Serkis. (laughs) Whoever's doing green screen chipmunks. Mm -hmm. But um, I've never been a fan of his ever, ever. He ruins um... everything for me. He ruins everything. You didn't like him when he was in, uh, what was the? Clerks? Everything. Or no, is he in uh, Mallrats? Mallrats. Yeah, no. It just uh, keep naming them and it's everything. You're almost famous? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm sure he's a nice human being. And I'm sure that he is a fine fellow. 
But when he, and he even talks about how he got into his acting career, it was just a total fluke. Like he was just hanging out at someone's house and their mom was like an agent or something. And she was like, you should go audition for blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right. Like he wanted to be like a skateboarder or something. He was going to be a pro skateboarder. He was not going to be an actor. Yeah. So I don't know. He just, but it's not his fault. This is a kid's movie. I get it. But it's just sad. We have a five-year-old and your husband and you, Rochambeau, for who's going to go take the kid to Peanuts or who's going to go take the kid to the Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> and my husband got, we Rochambeaued, we rock, paper, scissored. Good for you. Um, and uh, yes, we're married. We still scissor. We got to keep it alive. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> so he got he got Peanuts movie I got Alvin and the Chipmunks and let me tell you it was the I best decision won. no I won really yes because it's a dark theater uh, really comfortable seats and I fell asleep and oh, napped the entire time good for you someone could have stolen my child but I needed sleep <laughs> more than concern over that but he was sitting next to me the whole time just like riveted to the like to the screen and I just snoozed and slept so my review is Bravo. <laughs> Bravo, road chip. No, I caught I caught little pieces of it. It's almost like watching um a movie on a plane. You know, cause like don't you ever fall asleep during yeah. a movie on a plane? You just wake up, you're like, oh, where am I? What happened oh, to the okay. movie? Oh, okay, there. I'll uh, keep watching. Um I did that with the intern. Oh okay. Now he's a Is that with uh That's Robert, Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro. Yeah. And how, how was he's old, but and he's he an was intern. nominated? No. Um, <laughs> was it was it good? Was that a good movie? No, 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 no. no? It's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. Really? It starts out good. Uh, like there's some interesting. Like Nancy Myers wrote and directed it, so it starts out with some interesting. He goes to get this job as an intern. And there's this sort of, you know, commentary about ageism. That these mm-hmm. yeah. this young tech company, and they all sort of they don't realize it, but they're talking down to him and stuff like that. Which is like, oh, that's cool. Um, that she's pointing that out, you know, and kind of showing what that is and. And there's some interesting stuff with, you know, Anne Hathaway, it's her company, and she has, her husband's a stay-at-home dad, and, and that dynamic, and what that's all about, yeah. and that's cool. And then, it's just, they just, he becomes everybody's dad in this fucking boundaryless weirdo world where he's just telling everybody what to do. It's preposterous. I mean, they have sex at the end, right? <laughs> I mean, they hook up, right? It's a rom-com? Yeah, yeah. That's what it's all about. He's like, I'll be your intern now. Yeah. (laughs) Now, does he teach Vince Vaughn a lesson at the end? Yeah, sure. He teaches Vince. Yeah, they all learn about these. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. Okay. (laughs) So, so road chip. Road chip. Say, check it out. Um, (laughs) Hashtag work it. I, you know, look, there weren't many. I'm looking forward to Kung Fu Panda 3. That looks interesting. All my movies now are either what can I lie to my family about and tell them I have an audition quotes and go see a movie or take my kid to go see a movie. Right. Though that's all those are all my my options right now. What's your best what's your favorite <clears throat> uh fake audition movie that you've seen that you lied to your family about? Um I went and saw Star Wars. Oh nice. Yeah. And I had a callback for Burger King that day. Nice. <laughs> a three-hour callback. Oh, good. It was oh, on the west side uh, during traffic. Yeah. Oh. There's nothing you could do about it. Yeah, can't do anything about it. It's going to be three hours. It was all sign-ins. And people yeah, and, uh, and then they asked me to do it again because I was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did see Star Wars. I went and snuck off and saw that. Sweet. Yeah. All right. 
What else, Chris? What do we want to do now? Okay, uh, we have a Squarespace ad. Well. Let's take care of that. Let's fancy pants that up. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are very proud to have Squarespace as a sponsor because one of the reasons we had said before, not only is it a great company, but they're a huge supporter of podcasts and the podcast festival. So we always encourage to um, support vendors and advertisers that actually support you know the industry which yeah is man, cool. squarespace literally they've they've sponsored so many podcasts big and small i mean obviously mm-hmm. they've done a lot of big ones but even the but small ones maybe small maybe i have a chance yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean and with squarespace too you get a great product you get a professionally designed website regardless of your skill level no coding required it's you have easy to use tools and you get a free domain if you sign up for a year so check it out a free trial at squarespace.com and when you do decide to sign up make sure you use the offer code comedy film nerds for 10 percent off your first purchase i think uh carrie you should send them that pre-roll you did for this yeah, episode for sure so yeah a look maybe jazz it up a little bit let's go bang boom i could do some reads for you yeah, yeah squarespace yeah. add a woodpecker <laughs> <laughs> all right all right i will do i'll what take your do. advice helping people yeah squarespace.com you guys yep um, well, we should also this this fine person needs yes. a little shout out. We have a little shout out from uh, someone from Hawaii. Yeah, somebody uh, saw me at the show, uh, John Junkins from Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, so he made a donation to Earbuds, which is very cool. Um, and he uh, he has a movie blog, The Good, The Bad, and The Junkins by John Mark uh, by John Mark and Travis Junkins. Oh my God, the whole the whole Junkins family. Uh, so check that out. Go to the, the well, they own one of the islands, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're one of the original. Yeah, go to oh, Kauai- the Maui Junkins. Yeah, the Ma- <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a live. It's a blog that's on like carved into a mountain. So it's like it's like you got to go read it. So go to Maui. Talk to Frank. He'll take you to this great restaurant in Makawao. It's great. It's go- a hieroglyphobog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. So I go like check the, out the Junkins. Their last book. name is like a last name that you would use in a movie. Yeah, you know, like, like this is what meet Phil Junkin. <laughs> He's brother, a salesman. Mark and his brother, and the Titans ate him. Yeah. <laughs> Those dickless Titans <laughs> ate one of the Junkins boys. <laughs> All right, what else we got to talk about now? Um, we could go to uh, DVDs and Blu-rays. Let's do it. Uh, Straight Outta Compton is now out. Now you guys got to check this out if you missed it in the theater. It's fantastic. It's, it's a really good movie. It's really good. And here's the thing too: as we talk about the Oscars, we've talked about on the show, vote with your dollars. So none of us are in the Academy, so we don't have any choice over this. But show the Academy how fucking wrong they are by <laughs> buying this movie or buying a ticket to see it because it's an excellent film. The it's really good actors in it, especially the guy that plays Easy E. He's really good. He's yeah. really good, and there's some great scenes between him and the and 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 Ice Cube's son and Paul I'll, Giamatti. I'll tell you, and, the one complaint I had about the movie too is because it tried to encompass uh, a fair amount of time and a fair amount of characters. Mm-hmm. Like I would have liked to have even. I wanted to know more about each character and right. what their background was and you know what how they interacted. So I feel like I only kind of got a glimpse of the whole story, mm-hmm. which is still great, but uh, it like made me more interested in seeing like I, I want to know the whole story now of all these characters. If you haven't seen it, it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Check it out. I want to see it just because I want to see how they did the Jerry Curl. <laughs> did they? Was it authentic? You think? Oh yeah, yeah. It's all activator. Uh-huh, they made it's that. all. It's, you know it's that. All, Let your soul glow. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. That's like a woodpecker in my throat. Oh, 
<laughs> that's that's my youth though. Like I oh. was that you? Yeah, hip hop. Yeah, I listen yeah. to all that music. <clears throat> yeah, that's totally me. My husband and I grew up so differently. Like he went the heavy metal route. Oh, so did I. Yeah, and I then I was all rap, mm. hip hop, Easy E. Bitch, what you been yeah. smoking? A big fat dick in a big East Oakland. All right. <laughs> I was like, peace so- sells, but who's buying? Megadeth, Metallica. <laughs> you know, that's funny. So- I grew up. I grew up listening to all this kind of music too. That's that's another reason why if you grew up listening to this, I remember it's, when this yeah. album came, the, their first album. Oh came out, my god, like, are you kidding oh! me? Yeah, it was insane. That's why you got to see it. So make Where up did a you fake grow up? One. I grew up in Chicago. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. And then, well, I grew up in Madison, Wisconsin, but I moved to Chicago when I was 11. And then started- So that's when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I started playing football and listening to black music. Yeah. So one of those white Well, you kids. had a head injury. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know my own race. <laughs> I was like, you should be listening to ADD. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. I also heard Ice Cube's son is really good. He's great. Yeah. He's he, fantastic. He's, it's he's, weird to like look at him and go, he kind of he looks a lot like Ice Cube. Yeah. yeah. Even the, the, do that. Mm-hmm. The guy that played Dre, it's it's a really well made movie, yeah. and it's yeah. it's X and the music. So I mean, it's mm-hmm. just like yeah, all of it. It's it's really cool. Wait, they didn't all make right. Suge Knight look that great. <laughs> I don't know how you can make yeah. Suge Knight look that great. He's a thug, man. I mean, and they showed who he was. The guy that plays Suge Knight is Fantastic. fucking great. Yeah. He looks scary like Suge mm-hmm. Knight does. Really? It's a really good movie. Check it out. All right. And uh, one next one is Everest. Now, Graham and I split a little bit on this. Uh, I didn't like it as much, um, but it's definitely worth a look probably on, on DVD for sure. You know, we did a spoiler rep about it mm-hmm. uh, when it came out a couple months ago. So if you're really curious about what we thought, go back and download mm-hmm. that bad puppy. And uh, the intern j- oh, we were just talking hell. about. <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene now. where, spoiler alert, there's a scene where Anne Hathaway sends an email complaining about her mom to her, her husband. But she realized, oh my God, I actually sent it to my mom. So we've established- Because uh, email is hard for young people. <laughs> <laughs> so the intern, you know, we they established that Robert De Niro's character, he's this like old values and I shave every day. And mm-hmm. like, these young guys in the office and they're all wearing hoodies and they're, they're all, and he's like, you know, this girl, she's mad at me. And he's like, what'd you do? Oh, I texted her. Did you talk to her? Uh, well, I text basically the same thing. No, it's not. Like he gives all this like sage fatherly mm-hmm. advice. Mm-hmm. So when this bad email goes out, he's, you know, he suggests we'll break into your mom's house and get her on her computer and delete it. So him and these two bumbling 20 somethings go in there for an email heist. Yeah. And it's wacky and high heist music. It's fucking so dumb. Wow. And you're just like, why? And then by the end of the movie, he's just like taking the kids to school. It's just like, what, what happened? That's what interns do. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Um, yeah, not good. Uh, next movie, Gem and the Holograms, which surprising is how long this took to actually come out on uh, DVD. I would think it would have been maybe a couple days after. We made it was fun in the of the theater. trailer at Podfest. Yes, yeah, I don't know what, what took so long. Um, maybe someone is holding out hope. You know, this movie is going to find its audience. I'm telling you, yeah, in the theaters, it's really going to. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to. We're going to extended run. Yeah, everyone's going to go Gem and the Holograms. Word of mouth is going to really going to spread. Social yeah. media is going to ride this wave right into the ground yeah don't watch <laughs> so um now the next i wanted to talk about is the hobbit extended edition box set blu-ray you wanted to talk about this i did i wanted to talk about it <laughs> and to be um 
fair, I will do it briefly. Because <laughs> I know you have very little interest in this. It's all right. I uh, ran my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did mention so, it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of go on forever. So now, <laughs> the thing about The Hobbit is like... <laughs> When you saw this in the theater, it was, you know, one movie a year, and it was basically one long story that was broken up into three pieces unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. So when you actually have the extended editions that actually fill in some plot holes and actually give the characters even more breathing room, but you watch it as a miniseries, I enjoyed it actually a lot more. And here's the way to enjoy it more is... uh, um, Take out the fact that it's not really The Hobbit. It's really a Lord of the Rings movie with The Hobbit in it because it's got all this extra material. And The Hobbit, I don't know if you ever read the book, but it was a shorter, smaller book, and it was a smaller story. Mm-hmm. And this one is much more blown out and extravagant. But if you watch it with the extended edition as a miniseries, and we watched it like watched it as a family, and the kids absolutely loved it. And, you know, my wife's watching it too, and she's like, oh, I don't remember that part. I'm like, yeah, well, it's, it's like new footage. The one caveat I'll give for the, um, the the people the parents out there is Peter Jackson did this thing when the third movie because he wanted to make it darker to lead up to Lord of the Rings the third movie is R now instead of PG-13 really? yeah, yeah. there's some so fisting there is <laughs> no? there is a no, lot of orc on orc action am I wrong? on yeah. orc action <laughs> um, so and it's very specific where it is. So that was some stuff that I actually I had the kids go out of the room for. There's like some bloody battle sequences in the uh, in the last movie that aren't really necessary, but it was a director's choice to make it get it into the R rating because yeah. um, a lot of these movies too. They're and this is how fucked up the MPAA is is. Uh, they're bloodless battles. People are getting decapitated and stuff, but there's never a drop of blood. And, and it's okay. Uh, and it's okay. Exactly. It's okay. Well, it's still going to be a PG-13 rating. The minute you show someone's head going off, but a spurt of blood immediately are. So it's so, it's so, it's, it's so it's ridiculous. Like, are they... St- it's- now, granted, this isn't like, like Christians from yeah. 500 years ago yeah, that run the MPAA. It, it's insane. Now, granted, it's not like it, it's a bunch of monsters and you know swordsmen fighting. So it, it's this fantasy violence. You can kind of suspend your disbelief uh, as far as like realistic violence goes. Like it's not like a Saving Private Ryan when they right, see the battle sequences. Right. But the thing that I'll give Peter Jackson a lot of credit for the fact that you have orcs and ogres and trolls and elves and dwarves. He just Something about what he does, he makes it look believable. Like mm-hmm. he, the way he puts it all together on a battle sequence, it's it's really exciting. And there's like a whole chariot race scene with like um, giant wolves and goats and dwarves with like an automatic repeating crossbow and and you know giants' heads getting cut off. It's like it's it's insane. And if you're a fan, you're really gonna love it. And I really, um, if you weren't sure on the Hobbit or you got bored and you thought it was too long, I get that. I felt that way too by the third movie. But if you watch the extended edition and treat it as a mini series, you're going to enjoy it a lot more. It was really fun. It's cool, yeah. And I, you yeah. know, uh, as I said on all those spoiler ups we did with Jackie, like uh, the one thing I'll always say is his effects and stuff are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like that one scene the, in The Hobbit, if I remember correctly, where the the woodpecker battle. Yes. <laughs> it felt like you were there. It felt like yeah. there was a hundred woodpeckers battling yeah. each other. Now, since you keep up bringing, wait, what? You keep bringing up books. Um, 
Whoa, what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> since I mean, Chris likes like, to read. Yeah, since you're like, mm, books. Um, do you think any of them That children are, should read. Yes. yes. No, do you think, like, okay, because here's what I did recently. Um, this is off topic. Um, I read Peter Pan to my kid, but like the real Peter Pan. Yeah. And I had to edit along the way because it's, first of all, very racist against Native Americans, which that's what I called them in the book, not Redskins, but like, and then the Native Americans who are kind, nice people and should be treated. So like I had to edit. So, and I want to like read, you know, maybe because my kid is sitting still for chapter books with no pictures. He's just sitting and listening. So I think that's really Mm -hmm. cool. Do you think... I asked my husband. My husband's a bad judge because he's like, yeah, sure, you know. But it's also like, should we put them in so fire? And my husband's like, yeah, sure. Like, so you're saying is he doesn't judge at all? No, my husband's <laughs> like, sure, it's fine. Yeah. I don't think it's appropriate. Peter Pan wasn't appropriate, so mm. I had to like edit. So, do you think one of the Lord, like the first one, the Hobbit, absolutely, the Hobbit, yes. it would be okay for a five year old? Sure. Or should I start Harry Potter, the first one? No, no, the Hobbit. Way more violent. It's not that it's more violent. Um, the first Harry Potter book is relatively tame. It just gets a little dark towards the end. But okay. I think The Hobbit is more but like Peter a, Pan is very dark. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like yes. He's already sat through that and he's okay. Yeah, I think the thing about The Hobbit is also it's an introduction to Lord of the Rings, so it's lighter than the other books. Okay. And it's also set up more like a classic fairy tale where okay. you know you've got you know monsters and goblins and dragons and i i think i think the hobbits the hobbit i think the, okay the only way you could do the harry potter book is if your kid isn't a pussy <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll ask him yeah <laughs> see what he says yeah <laughs> um are you willing to sack up <laughs> and sit still for this aggressive book? <laughs> sack up. Um, sack up, little man. <laughs> All right, Hobbit. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, please resume your podcast business. <laughs> um, you want to check out for the uh, on the site, Neil's review of The Revenant is uh, really good, and there's a couple other reviews from CJ up there. And uh, coming soon, a... Um, Concussion review. A concussion. From I Graham. finished it on the flight, and mm-hmm. uh, so we'll get that up soon. As soon as we can put Graham's words into sentences. <laughs> this uh, is a lot of sounds right now, <laughs> and pictures. <laughs> and premiering this week, uh, the fifth wave. And now what? we're like, all right, mm, now let's try surfing to surfing uh, movie. It's a <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a um, too bad. No. This Ooh. is a Hunger Games meets Alien Invasion movie. Okay. Uh, so it's always now. It's always like, uh, okay, well, what's the what's the Twilight Hunger Games twist? You know, we still have young people. There's a love triangle, and uh, but now, okay, now we're done with having them kill each other. Yeah, there's wolf and vampires. Now we're doing aliens. So cougar. So the fifth wave. Angry goats. (laughs) Gotta fight them. I'm I'm sure. All right. I'm sure it's also based on a series of books that are sloppily written. So I'm yeah. just going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're trying to entice me. It's working. <laughs> now, the next movie is The Boy. <clears throat> now, this is one of those weird movies. It's a horror movie. And if you watch the trailer, basically it's about an old couple whose you know, son died right. violently. And they hire a nanny to take care of their child. And the child is a doll. And the nanny starts laughing, oh. and then like they're very serious about taking care of the doll. And then if they don't follow these rules to take care of the doll, the doll does horrifying things. Okay. And I'm watching the trailer, and it's literally one of those really extremes where you look at it like 
this trailer looks dumb, but it could be really creepy and horrifying. Or this trailer looks dumb, and the movie could be one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. So I really think it's going to be an extreme. It's not going to be... I don't think anybody's going to watch this movie and go, yeah, that was all right. I think it's really going to go one way or the other. It's interesting you say that, because when I saw the trailer at first, I was like, oh boy, this is like, they keep cranking this out. But then I had like sort of flashes of the movie Magic. Right. Uh Uh-huh. With the ventriloquist. Yes. That was like, oh, I remember that movie. Uh Yes. Super creepy. Right. Uh Very. It can can definitely tap into something really crazy. Because dolls are weird. Yeah. Dolls are creepy, weird things. Without genitals. Right. (laughs) Back to that now. (laughs) Like, I liked how the nanny is, like, trying to, like, there's a scene in the trailer where the nanny's trying to prove to, I guess it's her her boyfriend, that this is actually happening. So they put the doll in a room and they draw a circle around the doll. They close the door and then she, like, knocks and then they open the door and then the doll's moved. Like, stuff like that where I think it could be really fun and creepy. But we'll see. Uh, The next movie. You know that uh, that was just a production assistant between takes, moving the doll over here. <laughs> no, that's probably no, 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 no that's real. that's union work. No, I think this, this really happened, Kira. I don't. I, I don't. Just, you're being a little flippant. Yeah. Okay, fair, fair enough. That's not how movies are made. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Everything's a documentary. Okay. <laughs> Everything's a documentary. Um, the next movie is also looks creepy and horrifying. Mm-hmm. This is called Dirty Grandpa. Are there any other kinds? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and mm. finally, you know, two cinematic titans are um, together in one film, Robert De Niro and Zac Efron. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I That's just... disgusting. That's like when someone puts, like, spaghetti sauce on popcorn. You know what I mean? Like, why would you eat it like that? Why would you eat it like that? That's exactly Ew. what I was thinking when Who I was watching sits, the trailer. What, what studio people were sitting in a meeting going, all right, guys, let's put some pieces together. What do you guys say? What do you guys think? Like, Owen Wilson and Miley Cyrus? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? And they put those two people together? Yep. Oh, and you know that's exactly yeah. how this movie came together. Oh, for it, sure. Yeah. For sure, 100%. Robert De Niro. Yuck. I, I don't know. I mean, could, could him in this type of a role, an old kind of a wise-assy dick, could it be interesting and funny? Yeah, there's no way this is the one right. that it's going to be. But what is this movie about? Oh, oh they go to spring break. You know, you got to take the old guy to spring break. And he's all like, you know. And he convinces the young guy who's getting married soon to um, someone who isn't right for him. Right. Why is Robert De Niro one of the finest actors mm-hmm. ever on the planet? Take one character from The Hangover, add Robert De Niro, and yeah. then send it to, that's exactly what it was. It was, a, it was a, one of those vision boards that they just put yeah. together. Yeah, right. They just yeah. cut out magazine. Yeah. Picture. Uh-huh. But like, I feel like he does... Like, amazing role, amazing role. What the fuck? Amazing role. Interesting. Oh, look at this in-depth character. Like, oh, shit. What is this? Like, why does he do that? I figure, I mean, like, the intern was shot in New York. And I bet you he's just like, oh, I want to work in New York this summer. Yeah, I'm here for a couple months. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, let's go to Palm Springs. You know, let's shoot, let's shoot this, let's shoot this dirty grandpa movie. Like, I think he just does, like, 
I, I think he looks at his, you know, he talks to his accountant yeah. and goes, well, you get, you want to keep the ski house in Aspen. Right, we right, need to do right. a couple more interns. You're going to you have know? to have right. a meeting with Zac Efron. Yeah, you got to have to have lunch with Zac Efron. And okay. <laughs> so Zac Efron has to bring his grandpa to spring break. Yeah, but his grandpa. But it was his idea. But his grandpa's a partier who's like, yeah, 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 let's go to a wet t-shirt contest. Let's see who else is in the movie mm-hmm. if you want to pull it up okay. real quick. Really All right. I am. I'm going to have, because it's. Uh, is there a book I should read first, Chris? Well, you know what? I know you like to assign it's, homework before. Should I read the anime before? Should you know I watch this, the? This definitely. No? This is a big franchise in Japan. I can imagine. De, <laughs> De Niro is genitalist. Um, or is that pretty much it? It's Zoe Dutch, Aubrey Plaza, mm. Jason Manzukas, Dermot Mulrooney. Okay, Dermot. Wow. A lot of people who just, they got built. His today. name sounds yeah. like something you say when you stub your toe. Dermot! <laughs> oh, Rudy! The director, Dan Mazur. Mm-hmm. Well, now, wait a minute. Now, Dan has done. The you mean of the Hawaii Mazers? The Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> he's well, in, he's in uh, 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 Sasha Baron Cohen guy. Yeah, he's done a lot of TV series. He did the, the L.A.G. show, mm-hmm. Dog Bites Man. Oh, that was good. He did the, that was mo- funny. did the movie I Give It a Year. Okay, and then uh, some made-for-TV movies, and then this is this is what Dan Mazur does. All right, well, I'm sure he's a fine choice for the material. Absolutely, <laughs> this is good luck to all you guys. Yes. Well, Zach Efron is a fine young gentleman. Let's wish him well, everybody. Indeed. <laughs> all of a sudden, turn to the Renaissance Fair in here. Huzzah for yes. Zach Efron! Give it up for him. Yeah, let's all wish Zach Efron well. Yeah. We should, everybody. Come mm-hmm. on. He let's needs get... to work out more. <laughs> um, he's not reading books. No, he's not. You I'd can't like read books and have abs. You just no. can't. No, that's a guy I'd like. And to how read. can you read when there's a mirror in front of you? That's Very a guy true. who I'd like to just play a game of football with and just fucking great brain him. <laughs> <laughs> Great brain. I'm going to use that great brain a lot now. Come across the middle, pretty boy. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Great episode, guys. Hey, Uh, everybody. (laughs) Glad we could do this. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Kira, thank you so much. Where can people see any shows coming up? I sure do, by golly. When is this happening? What should I, what date? What? Drop today. Was this live? No. Oh, I don't know how podcasts work. (laughs) 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 Is this WKRP? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am, uh, well, if you happen to be in Hollywood, I'm at the Hollywood Improv on Friday the 22nd, everybody. Oh, nice. Come down and enjoy some giggles on me. You're headlining some skits down there? Oh, God. How do you headline? Who books that? Uh, no, I'm just doing a regular old standard union comedy set. Nice. Um, if you're in the Valley and want to go to the Temple Beth Hillel fundraiser, I'll be... I might. I actually will be there. Uh, that, oh, that's, shit, that's, I got a thing. Dang it. Do you have a thing that night? Uh, that's the same day. Oh, okay. On Sunday the 24th, Los Angeles, I'm at Uncabaret. Do you want me to keep going? Because I have something every night of the week, baby. Ooh. I'm like a uh. whore for comedy. Uh, uh, uh. I give it every night. <laughs> and then I go to Omaha. All right. That's it. <laughs> Where are you in Omaha? Um, Warren Buffett's show? That's not a joke. You're doing Warren Buffett's show? I don't know. He books a thing. What? I know. And it's not as much money as you would think because it's Warren Buffett. You would think it's more money. Um, no, it's fine. It's decent. Look, it's, it's good. I'm not complaining. And your podcast. Yes, it's called The Kira Soltanovich Show. 
Nice. Because but Warren Buffett owns it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a sponsor. Squarespace. I got warrenbuffett.com. <laughs> um, uh, we have some sponsors, actually. It's kind of exciting. Anyways, come take a listen. I talk to comics who have kids. Mancini's been on. Yes. And we talk about how they cock block our careers. So I can, I, I can never be on the show. I would love for you to be on the show. I have nieces and nephews. Ah, uh, that so doesn't count. And when you say that, <laughs> people with kids just want to... Take a sharp object into your taint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any sharp object. It could be a whittled down yeah. ladle. But right it's into a your sharp, woodpecker. Right into your woodpecker. <laughs> and shake your little grape balls. Um, but I want you to I want wow, I want so- you to come on because you and I are like like you are the crack to my pipe. <laughs> Yours the one I could never. I could never do anything serious. With. There's no way if never. we had to. I couldn't. If I was like doing something serious, oh. like, if like if I saw you coming to my yoga class, I'd be like, out, <laughs> out, right now, get out. No, no. We would but be, you know what we should do? We should pitch a show where you and I ruin go things? to. <laughs> we go to funerals. We go to. <laughs> I would fucking do that. We in a just heartbeat. go to funerals and we have a timer and we win money for charity for however many minutes we can stay at a funeral. Without, without getting kicked out, <laughs> that we win that much money for a charity, like orphanages, or for you know, right? Comic like so open people, mic comics. People love us and hate us. Yes, at the same. Well, time. Well, they raise all that money, but they ruin they ruined the special. That, special poor, special that woman got a skiing accident. Yeah. And she had her own. She left behind her own kids, and she was a, a lot of kids. Yeah, she, she was, was a, a foster parent and a nurse and a nurse. <laughs> yes, and you guys were giggling, <laughs> asking we about the buffet money for her foster kids. Yeah, we're not complete dicks. <laughs> nah, it's not my fault. Her uh, fucking husband's got a dumb haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. it would even out. It would. Yeah, <laughs> so it we got to pitch out. that. I'm telling you right yeah. now. We have to pitch that. Whenever you want me on your show, I'll be your first non-baby having guests. Okay. <laughs> All right. right. And we'll figure. I'll talk about something. We'll do something. I'm ready for a return engagement. Yeah. You know what? We talk about the abortions you made chicks get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the kids I won't take responsibility for. Yeah. Like, this is your baby. We'll prove it. I yeah, did. Right, right. Shut up. I'm yeah. on stage. You all know? right. Okay. Yeah. I'm sold. This is great. Really good episode. <laughs> Thanks, <some> great guys. Stuff. <laughs> Uh, well, that's our episode. Thank you so much, Kira Seltanovich, um, for coming into this very uh, well-planned. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that's our show. Uh, we're going to be um, – we're going to start doing more of these kind of fun live shows at the Hollywood Improv, the, at the lab space. Mm. Um, so we're going to work on some cool stuff. Though. So that's coming up, you guys. And, uh, you know. Definitely got some stuff coming up for sure. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention, we have um, we were sold out of a bunch of Thrilling Adventure Hour shirts. We now got a lot of the stock back in, and we got a new design. Ooh. Ooh. A, um, uh, it's a dark green, but really it's clay. It's clay. It's they clay. got so many. They've got charcoal. They've got yeah, they've they've a brick. Great color. Yeah. from here. <laughs> it's green. It's yeah. a fantastic. You can check those out. And... Um, I will actually be at the Fantasy Springs Casino this weekend in nice. Palm Springs for the Improv. See, that's Friday and Saturday night. Um, I will be headlining the Improv at Harrah's uh, in Vegas, February 9th through 14. Uh, and then the Improv in 
Tahoe. And Tahoe, March 2 through 6. So check those out, you guys. Hope to see you there. Thank you so much, Kira, everyone for listening, and uh, mahalo to all of you in Hawaii. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, no, Kira, you don't make those kind of hand gestures. <laughs> um, so, so, so. <laughs> Thank you so much. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot first. first. No snarky comments at the I end know. from none of you. No, no, we kept it quiet. Oh, are we allowed to? Yeah. <laughs>